kind of nuts, dude, that we've been doing it for this long. Jesus Christ, bro. Can you believe it? Yeah. A full year. <laughs> a full who, year of episodes. Who thought we would... I didn't think we would get here, to be honest. Well, I, I thought we'd get bored of it. Yeah, hold on to that thought, because I'm going to ask you all kinds of questions. Don't worry. All right. There's no point in a cold open this week. It's the year anniversary on this week's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Insert Name Here. It's a podcast about nothing for nobody. If you take it seriously, you're redacted. Let's start the show. Hey, what's up? Hello, and welcome to Insert Name Here, a podcast about nothing for nobody. Today, I'm the host, Doug Bennett. Hey, what's up? Hello, welcome to Insert Name Here, a podcast about nothing for nobody. If you take it seriously, you're redacted. I'm your host today. My name's going to be Seth Nacho. And what we're what I've chosen to treat you to today is a double vision episode. We teased it with twins, um, but yes. It's two shows in one today. I just want to say, uh, oh, you don't, you, uh, you you remember 90s kids. We all remember back in the day, the first time we saw them do the fusion dance on Dragon Ball Z. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what's happening here. I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, I want to say, uh, I've got a very special guest with me here today uh, as the host of the insert name here podcast. Uh, I've got a special guest here who's. Honestly, he's a big podcaster. He's been in the scene for at least a year now, making great shows every week. And uh, I've brought a very similar guest. Yeah, as well. that's interesting. It seems like that's the vibe right now. Um, okay, so my guest today is twitch.tv slash Seth underscore Nacho 411. Type to him in the chat, he will talk to you. We're getting off summer schedule because the fall semester is about to kick in. Yeah, that is over with. The the summer schedule's over Definitely with. Definitely excited to dig into this guy. Yeah, uh my guest today is actually none other than the podcaster himself, uh aspiring comedian, Doug Bennett. Um would you like to say a few words real quick? Yeah, I mean, all you gotta know about me, USMC veteran, former professional musician, uh and like I said, like he said, I have aspirations. Yeah, you have aspirations. You have aspirations. I've tried streaming before. I'm waiting on the confidence to get it back up again. And related to that specific fact, mm-hmm. on twitch.tv slash chill underscore, uh, uh, underscore rich. rich. But um, I have a very upsetting thing to tell you. Oh, God. When I do start streaming again, it will unfortunately be as a League of Legends streamer. Yeah, I've been seeing that on your Twitter posts about this. You've been playing Teemo. I, I found out I'm a Teemo top. I like. I'm not good at it yet, but I'm way better than I've ever been with any other champ. So that's so wild to me that you're trying to play league again. Yeah, well, our guest last week encouraged me to at least download Team Fight Tactics. Yeah, but that's different. That's a different game. It, it is different. I tried out one session of Aram, and I was like, oh, I like. I like regular league too. Yikes. Big yikers. 
Do you want to start with big news before we, we have to? Yeah, we it's, have to. Right? It's mandatory because at insert name here, you always get big news of the week. So one thing we neglected to talk about last week that okay. I I happened to miss. I I do this pretty regularly. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I mean, there's so many things that happen. I mean, you can't blame yourself. So it's not necessarily big news of this week, but the biggest news I wanted to talk about is uh, the fact that Maui was on fire. Oh yeah, Hawaii. Yeah. That is bonkers. That whole island, pretty much. We've we've talked about other fires on the show before, especially when it happened up near Philadelphia. Yeah, the, there was the ones near Quebec, and like in the, and there there Canada. was some of those too. Yeah, but um, it's like to the same scale as those kinds of fires. What makes that even more insane to me is how small of an area it's contained to. Right. Well, you can't go into the ocean with a fire, and then. But... The biggest part of this story that is why I wanted to talk about it, um, apparently the local authorities are just like, you You shouldn't actually be paying attention to this. You don't You don't need to know anything unless we tell you. It, it, it's happening, but don't, don't try to ask questions. <laughs> what the fuck? There's, yeah, no, it's sketchy as fuck the way the local government is reacting to it. And apparently there are at least a hundred children that are completely unaccounted for. Like this is potentially trafficking adjacent. Possibly. And also it's definitely uh, fucking up a lot of people's business. Uh, They're like people that I know they own like rental properties over there. They also lived over there. So their house and their rental properties all gone. Mm -hmm. So, So not good for the local economy. Doesn't seem like it's that good for the local people. Yeah, I mean, especially, I don't know what happened to those kids. I've never heard about that. I'm not saying the trafficking is true, but it's at least at play in questioning the event. Um, Right. Hopefully they didn't just get burnt up. That would suck. But a much happier big news of the week. PewDiePie's a dad now. That's true. And then, yeah, that was an awesome video. Uh, Cody Co. will be a father soon. Yeah. Just a lot of nice things happening for some of my favorite wholesome content creators. Some YouTubers, yeah. What about you, dog? Do you have any big news of the week? No, I mean, that's your thing. But yeah, you've kind of summed it up pretty well there. Uh, Those Hawaii fires were crazy. Um, This guy that I know, um, he got married there in Maui last year. Gotcha. And so if they had delayed it to this year around the same date, which is in August... You're not getting that deposit back. There's no marriage there. There's no no way. (laughs) Well, there might still be a marriage, but certainly not Not, an event. Not in Maui, I'll (laughs) tell you that. (laughs) Gotta be somewhere else. Goodbye venue. Absolutely. Yeah, so, you know. As, you know, typical white person thing to say, thoughts and prayers out to Maui. Uh, (laughs) I, I hope the people that are actually affected by this bounce back yeah we're gonna actually develop an effort to go help them uh look for the inh studios uh booth on the maui <laughs> island we're gonna be handing out free podcasts <laughs> the podcast will always be free but i have a visor guy that can uh, get me some bootlegs from china <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put them on like uh was it like eight track or whatever? <laughs> give them out to people. Give them out to cassette tapes of the podcast. <laughs> Here you go, man. To help you in these dark times. I mean, obviously that's a joke, but you know. 
And thoughts are, hearts out to Maui. You know what's the not people a, over there. Hopefully they're okay. You know it's not a joke. Yeah. You reminded me of a thought I had recently. It's crazy that today the most relevant physical audio format is still vinyl. Like, okay, don't call it vinyl. It's like, called a record. <laughs> it's like if we called CDs plastics. I saw. I saw. I saw. Think about not. this. Okay. But, um, okay, I saw a thing about this that was funny. I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah, I know vinyl. But like, you know, CDs are more hi-fi. Technically, cassettes are more hi-fi than vinyl. And yet the audio form, the physical audio format that survived somehow is still vinyl. Yeah, I, I think that's true, honestly. Like, most people, people don't really own CDs anymore. You just have the streaming service or what your downloads or whatever. It's the it's the vinyl that's lived on. It's like a nostalgia thing or something. Yeah, I mean, I like listening to vinyl. Don't get me wrong, it does have a certain je ne sais quoi. There's a certain jouissance to it, but uh, raison d'être. <laughs> good job showing that you also know how to say a French thing. Yeah, thank you. But um, <laughs> thank, I don't know why you thought we were just doing that. I, thought, <laughs> I was trying to okay. Yeah. But yeah, it tripped me out the other day. I was like, huh, really weird that the oldest form of audio playback is still somehow the most relevant. Right. I remember loving buying CDs, having CDs. Yeah, I was there with you. Yeah, yeah. I've still got some. That crap ruled. That's how I discovered Bony Bear. But, uh, I mean, I used to have a CD player. Like yeah. a portable one. Me too. But like, you can't fit that in your pocket. Unless it's a Walkman and you're wearing Jinkos. <laughs> so, so you had to like, you know, buy like a case that you put on your belt or something. So, I mean, the way that things have gone has been nicer, but at the same time, it's like we're losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, freaking most... Even, even most, movies are like that. Yeah. Most cars these days don't have a way to play a physical CD. Honestly, the only way I can play a DVD or a CD at this point is the fact that I still have a PS4. Yep. So. Consoles are nice for that. That is what yeah, it is. Yeah, even computers don't have disk drives anymore. Does your computer have a disk drive? No. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. That used to be considered a very standard feature. Mm-hmm. Anyway... This is a little bit of a sharp transition, but that leads me into one of the first questions I wanted to ask you oh, on, really? on air. Oh, so yeah. if you're ready for the question period. I can't wait to be a guest on, on the on the Insert Name Here podcast. I know it's very uh, coveted spot. Yeah, I'm about to get my chance as well, so <laughs> I, under, I understand the anticipation. Yeah, all right. But, um... So is, what, is that how you want to do it? You want to just ask me questions and then I'll ask you questions? Yeah, we'll go back and forth. Okay. okay. But, um, so what was your first CD that you bought with your own money? That's a good question. I'm not exactly sure. With my own money? I remember the first one I ever owned, uh, probably, um, good gravy. All right. Episode new thing here. We're going to pause and resume. All right. Well, there we go. We're back. Yeah. Sorry about that. Neighbor Kyle 
wanted to check in about some cheesecake. Um, but we're not in a snacking mood right now. We were talking first CDs. Right. I was saying, I remember my first CD I ever got. I didn't buy it, though. This is... I had some, like, boy band CDs from, like, the 90s. We talking, like, NSYNC? Yeah, I had NSYNC, and I had Backstreet Boys. Heck yeah. The first one I ever bought for myself, I don't remember exactly. Because I've bought a lot of CDs over the years. I don't remember. I remember not... The title of it, I can picture the album artwork of it perfectly in my mind. The first one I bought for myself was by A Day to Remember. It was the one that had the hourglass yeah. thing on the front. That's the, the the one with Out of Time or whatever or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Bought it at a Hot Topic. Yeah. I bought it the year it came out too, so I've officially dated myself. <laughs> yeah. My favorite CVD I've ever owned is actually one that you bought me. Yeah, there's about a year where we exchanged CDs. Remember that? Yeah. You bought me one for Christmas, and I bought you one for Hanukkah. No, I think we did it the different way. Maybe, yeah. You bought me one, you're like, ha ha, I'm buying you one for Hanukkah. And I was like, ha ha, I'm buying you one for Christmas. Because we, we come from, listeners, you might not know this, we come from different backgrounds traditionally. But uh, my favorite CD I've ever owned is Straight Outta Compton. The uh, first ever NWA album, Gentleman with Attitude. Is that what I got you? Yeah, you bought me. And you got me the Beastie Boys then, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I remember that Beastie Boys album. Well, going back and going back to the past right there, that was a long time ago that happened. Um, so I've got a question for you. Okay. And actually, I wanted to start by asking the question. I, we, we've already had this on air. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. We're going to skip the, you've also already said your answer. We are, I, I hate to take this out from under you, but we're not doing the question. This we're week. not going to do the question? We're not. Oh man. All right. Well then you I'll start back. with my other question, which is what's your favorite light beer? My favorite light beer for a long time was Pabst Blue Ribbon. Light beer. That's not a light beer. Perhaps we're really nice. That's like Budweiser. That's not light. It's a light beer. Okay. No, these days, these days, if I'm like, I get my preference of light beer, I'm going with Coors Light. Coors Light? That is, that is a good choice. Yeah. That's a good choice. Bud Light? Yeah. No. And it's not well, even the thing. It's just that Bud Light doesn't taste good to me. No, I had a Bud Light phase. You did. But that was Bud Light Lime. But no, if I had my druthers... I'm going to Coors Light, and if you really twist my arm, I'll take a Mick Ultra. But yeah, no, the immediate answer is Coors Light. Yeah, same here. What is your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're we're gonna stick to the Western canon here. So yeah, yeah, I wasn't planning on going outside of the Western canon. It's actually a DC comic. I like Batman. Bro, I, I I feel like we've never talked about this, but I've been a lifelong Batman stan. I think, like, Batman could do anything with prep time, you know? Well, that and I don't know what appeals to you about him, but I like the angle that, all the best Batman stories. Like I recently reread Hush, 
Like, yeah. all the best Batman stories emphasize him being a detective. Like, where he digs into a case and gets to the bottom of it. Like, yeah, he can kick ass, too. But, like, the intelligence angle, I'm like, hell yeah. I want to like be, be like Batman. Yeah. I mean, I feel that. Um, I... I think it's because it's like he's like he's just a dude with money, you know, like, and so his villains are the coolest because they get to like work around like a human framework instead of like having to fight Superman, which would just you have to be this big tough guy, you know. They can have crazy stuff like the Joker is just such a cool villain, mm. you know. Batman's got a bunch of the coolest villains, you yeah. know. Well, I mean, what's yeah? I'm I'm just gonna make a joke. I'll make it anyway. I don't know if I want to hear this now. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing about the Joker is that we live in a society. <laughs> God damn. I'm the Joker, baby. That was fucking cringe. <laughs> God, what the hell? Um, so, going back to music... You are, you used to be a professional musician. You kind of still are if you think about it. You know, it doesn't really leave you, but you know, you, you haven't done it in a minute. Um, you like music. We've always liked music since back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite genre of music right now? And how has it changed over the years? Because you've had different favorite genres, I feel like. Yeah, so we'll work back to front. Um, sure. The first time I fell in love with music was actually with orchestral music. Uh, the first time I heard Vivaldi's Four Seasons, uh, I was like, good gravy, how can I get involved with making this kind of thing? And uh, that's... Good gravy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, this is a different tangent. That, Your addiction is eloquent. But, um... Yeah. No, so that inspired me to ask my parents for piano lessons. And then, as I got listening to popular music, I found myself mostly gravitating toward metal. Pretty, still pretty a big metal head. You still like some metal, yeah. Yeah. I fell in love with classic metal, Metallica, Iron Maiden. And then I got into the edgier metal, The Devil Wears Prada. Still one of my favorite bands to this day, even though I don't necessarily agree with all of their... Christian proselytizing, but then I got into rap. Yeah. Had a brief stint where I thought it was possible for me to be a rapper. Uh, it still is. Technically is. But, um, now I hold an appreciation for all kinds of music, but the kind of music I've been getting into recently is actually K-pop. Yeah. I happened to listen to some Blackpink, and I was like... These chicks rock. They're in my area. Let's go. Blackpink is, in fact, in your area. <laughs> How could I not listen to them? They're in my area. <laughs> okay. So you've actually been listening to K-pop, like, a lot, actually? Because, like, well, I feel it's, like... it's It's been mostly Blackpink, but, you know, shouts out to 50-50, Cupid Rules, and the rest of their discography actually goes good, too. Like... Yeah, you gotta listen to uh, Girls' Generation. No. Girls' Gen goes. Definitely already listen to that. You gotta understand what I'm talking on, Mike. I'm only gonna bring up the first couple of things. Like, right, there's, yeah. there's definitely 
stuff beneath the surface. As long as you're not really like blasting BTS, we're okay. You like BTS? I mean, they have some bangers. And I'm not going to hate on them. Okay. All right. Let's... Can we hate on their fans? Is that cool? <laughs> no, their fans suck. Yeah. The BTS Army. <laughs> BTS, <laughs> thumbs up. BTS Army, thumbs down. Big stinkers. <laughs> Big trucking stinkers. That's what that stands for. But, um... Big trucking... They're all truckers. <laughs> it's only truckers that listen to BTS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down to the 405, getting my BTS playing. Here's another thing I thought to ask you. What's that? What is your favorite work of fiction? Like, book? Are we talking... Okay. Like, like movie, TV show? I thought that wording was going to narrow it down into just books. So yes, what yeah. is your favorite fictional book? Like books, so I'm not a big reader, honestly. But you've um, you've you've read at least. No, yeah, I've read books, obviously. <laughs> like I've read a book or two, you know. I've, I've read some things, but like I haven't really been into like a series in a very long time. Uh, the last big book series I read like was a long time ago, like when I was young, and it was a kid series, but it was really good. It's called Artemis Fowl, and they made a movie for oh. it recently, but I don't. I didn't watch it. No, I heard the movie Blue Ass. Yeah, but the book series was really good. It was. I also oh, you read it. I also read them. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I was. I was quite the avid reader in my young days. You were. I read it probably around the same time you did. It's like middle school. Yeah. For me, for me, yeah. uh, favorite book. I mean, as an adult, my current favorite series is Lord of the Rings. But my favorite book of all time is definitely John Dies at the End. I've seen that movie. The movie's great. You're the one that introduced it to me. I didn't even know it was a book until I went to the bookstore one day. Being like, oh, what would I see? And I was like, oh, this was a book too? The sequels to it, by the way, are also fucking awesome. Um, the uh, second book in the series is called This Book is Full of Spiders. It's Spoiler bit. alert, you will get bitten <laughs> by mini spiders. If you can't tell, that whole franchise is very meta. Yeah. Yeah, what would the movie be called? This movie's full of spiders? <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to change that part of the title, right? Um, what kind of pets have you and your family owned? Because I know you've had a lot of strange pets. Yeah. I don't say strange. Let's go with exotic. I mean, we've kind of gone through the gamut, to be honest with you. Um, there was a brief bird-owning phase. We had two parakeets, Itchy and Scratchy. Uh, itchy ate Scratchy. Wow. That, that's not a joke. She killed and ate Scratchy. So, that was pretty early on. We tried the hamster thing. We didn't turn out to be a rodent family. Um, for a while, we had a koi pond. So it was cool to have koi around. Yeah. And then um, the biggest thing that I was known for for a while was being the guy whose family owned big-ass turtles. Yeah, which, Mr. T, right? 
He was the biggest one. He rocked in at about 100 pounds. Salcata Desert Tortoise. We, as a family, no longer own it. Right. But, um, yeah, I was notorious for being the kid that has a turtle. <laughs> You've owned some other pets, though, too. Yeah. Um, I stumbled into owning a leopard gecko, which I don't like owning those. I would never own one of those again. I want to get back to doing, like, snakes and other kinds of lizards. I've kept a ball python before. I've also kept a dog. And I mean, you've heard several different cats at this point, listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cats and dogs, the standard, but they've, he's also in quite a few other eccentric. But yeah, animals. then the uh, next thing I want to own is a tegu, which are technically illegal in the state in which I live, but you know, as long as I keep the blinds closed, they can't stop me. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you? Is it what? What? What's uh, on? What's on your list? Oh, uh, not very exotic pets for me. Dogs and cats. <laughs> Dogs and cats. Have you ever considered owning an insect? No. That doesn't count as one of my questions. Oh, because I owned a fish. I had a beta. It was just tangentially related. Right. So. No, yeah. No, you're fine. But yeah, I thought... I, I know you've had a lot of exotic animals I wanted you to talk about. I didn't know you had Itchy and Scratchy the birds. See, Itchy and Scratchy is the names of the characters in the Simpsons cartoons, right? The cartoon that's in the cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. And um, they, they beat the shit out of each other in that cartoon. I mean, my dad named them, so... Yeah, maybe he got inspired by the Simpsons. <laughs> totally possible. Let's see. Can't believe Itchy ate Scratchy. R.I.P. Scratchy. It was low key traumatizing. <laughs> it was. I think I just. I think I just dug up some drama, and I feel kind of bad about it. <laughs> no need. No need. Love airing baggage on the podcast. If you had to be turned into a conscious form of a motor vehicle, and you got to pick, what motor vehicle would you be? Uh, I kind of would want to be a plane. That, is that now? I guess that's, I'm thinking of terrestrial motor vehicles. Like, I have to pick a car? Yeah, some kind of car, I guess. I don't consider planes motor vehicles, even though technically they do have motors. So you don't count boats either. I don't count boats. No, I'm talking about, you're right, I'm talking about cars. What kind of car would you like to be? Well, probably like a sports car, right? That way I could go fast. That's not really as specific as I want. Um, you want like a you want like a make? What you're saying you want a model and a make? Yes, I want make and model. Um, I can't really give you a make because I don't know exactly. Probably like a Ferrari or something, something cool that could go really fast. Okay. Uh, that would make women want to sit in me. <laughs> right on. That is, that is Some dope a, Italian leather. That is a valid response. Feel fast as shit. Look good. Feel good. Only run on premium gas. Except nothing less. Heck yeah, brother. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. I don't want to be a minivan or some shit like that. That'd be pretty shitty. It, 
What are you thinking? You want to be a minivan? No, I don't want to be a minivan, but I would be happy if I was a if I was a sentient minivan. I'd be like, all right, at least I can bring a lot of people a lot of good. Oh, you want to be a school bus? I don't want to be a school bus. I'd be happy with being. A what, what's bus. your What's your want? What, which one would you want to be? I want to be an Indian brand motorcycle. The Indian Motorcycle Company. I think they make really fine looking bikes. They're somehow masculine and feminine at the same time. They got a hell of a lot of horsepower behind them. They're just good yeah. machines. Okay. That's great. So yeah, I would pick an Indian motorbike. Indian is a brand name, but Yeah, the way. and you're calling it motorbike instead of motorcycle. You know I have a soft spot for the British predilections. <laughs> motorbike. What a bottle. What a bottle. What a bottle. <laughs> oh, to say it with as little syllables as possible. Oh. Um, boxers or briefs? Boxers, every time. The true answer, and this is why this question sucks, the true answer is boxer briefs. That is the true answer. That that unfortunately is the correct choice, and it is wrong to ever ask anybody boxers or briefs. It's more like boxers and briefs? Question mark? So, if I have to pick... Oh, boxers and or briefs. If I have to pick between either boxers or briefs, it's always going to be boxers. I like to let my shit swing. I don't. I gotta have the briefs or the boxer briefs. I can't do briefs though. I'm not about to wear some whitey tidies. Facts. No. Whitey tidies blow ass. And if you actually prefer those, you're weird, dude. See a therapist. Get help. <laughs> Please see a therapist. Just the Michael Jordan ad. Get help. Get some help. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> it's funny that you asked that, though, because one of the things I had on my docket was, which article of clothing do you think you are? Like, which article of clothing would I be? Or, like, if I was an article of clothing, what would I be? Or identify with, you know, just... Probably, like, a nice hoodie. I really like jackets. It really sucks that we're in the middle of summer right now. And it's hot as hell. So you but would when winter comes around, hoodies are awesome. So you would describe yourself as snuggly and comforting. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> ladies, ladies, you want to cuddle? Hit me up. Hit my line. <laughs> that or, uh, you know. Also, yeah, something that you like can feel comfortable in no matter what. You know, and... It's somewhat you can wear for most occasions. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't wear a hoodie to church or something formal, but you know, anywhere else, it's pretty good to go. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, what endangered species animal would you eat? Like, if you had to pick one that you wanted to eat, what would it be? Mm, are ocelots endangered? You want to Google? Yeah, I can absolutely. That's, that's a quick Google away, brother. But uh, yeah, no. The uh, first exotic animal that jumped to mind was ocelot. So you want to eat an ocelot? Isn't that like a cat? 
Yeah. Um, no, they're not classified as endangered. Crap. Um, see, the thing that makes this question hard to answer is there's not a lot of things that I wouldn't at least try. I just don't have a list on deck of what's endangered. endangered. Yeah. So you're thinking, I would eat most things. (laughs) I guess that's the answer, is I would at least try a bite of most things. I'm thinking hippopotamus. Hippos aren't endangered. Are they not? No, they're... They have a quite... I don't even have to look that up. I know for a fact that they have a quite robust wild population. What about the white rhino or whatever? Uh, Okay, check this out. I know for a fact these are endangered. I would totally take a bite of elephant steak. Yummy. I don't know if it is or not. I haven't tried it yet. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. I've not tried an elephant. I would at least try it. Yeah, we try it. We try it. Let's go elephant. Yeah. I'm going to eat what he's never going to (laughs) forget. Let's see. What are some of the ones I came up with? You. I'm running low here, by the way. You are going to have to replace a character on a TV show. What TV show character are you replacing? Um. I got to replace a character on a TV show. Yeah, like you're going to attribute all of their consequences. It could be a weird writing decision. Like, we're not taking your personality here, but you're taking their place. Yeah, but I put my own personality into it from that that point forward. For example, like if we swapped George from Seinfeld with you. Yeah. I would have to take George's spot, but I'd be me. Exactly. Yeah. But I'd still be friends with Jerry. Absolutely. No. Um, you. But what TV show would you want to drop into, and what character are you replacing? Um, thinking, thinking, thinking. Uh, maybe like, oh man. Part of me wants to say Game of Thrones, but that's too bloody and gross. I feel like. What you don't have that dog in you? You know, they don't have AC either. I mean, I think about being in that kind of universe all the time, and AC is... <laughs> AC never crossed my mind, so... <laughs> I don't... Official stance of Doug Bennett, AC is whack. I hate that shit. Can we stop using it, please? <laughs> you gonna say that when it's hot as fuck outside? Yeah. I, w- I wish that our society, as Americans in the South... Didn't rely on AC. Um, another thought of me is because I'm watching Suits. And, like, that would be a pretty sick place to live because, like, you'd have all those amenities because they're rich. The dude's fucking rich. But at the same time, like, you have a bunch of responsibilities and shit be going crazy up in that universe. How about this? How about Supernatural? How about I take one of the brothers' place in Supernatural? I get to hunt monsters. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be pretty cool. Hell yeah. I think that'd be fun. 
I would gladly take one of their spots. Yeah, you be Dean and I'll be uh, Sam, and we'll Cass. Uh, huh? It's Dean and Cass. Okay. Sure. Am I remembering the show wrong? I don't know. I only watched the season three, and it was Dean and Sam. I'm pretty sure. It sounds like I'm remembering the show wrong. Anyway, uh, looks like I was wrong. But yeah, you'll be the cooler brother, and I'll be the one that's like more sensitive. I get to be the tall one. I think the tall one's the sensitive one. Oh snap! Yeah, but you get to be the one that had like looks badass and like wears like the like uh, leather jacket or whatever. Well, I'm not looking forward to being significantly shorter, but thanks. <laughs> no, for, no, thanks you're not for, gonna, Thanks for giving me the cool one. You're not going to be significantly shorter. Um, okay, here's a good one for you. You are gay. Why are you gay? Uh, it's because I scoop out the poo poo like ice cream. <laughs> That is the question. Yeah, why are you gay? I am not gay at all. And I would like this trope to leave the show moving forward. <laughs> Sorry. Let's wrap up here laughing my ass off. Th- this is both part of the show lore and also just an IRL thing as yeah. well. I'm I'm done with the whole gay bit. You're done with the bit? You're done with the yeah. bit? If we're if we're going to honestly talk about my sexuality, I No, I know. Yeah. I, I only identify as pansexual and Do you really? And it it's not a joke, by the way. Like it is fine. I don't care. Funny haha. Oh, you like to fuck kitchenware. But um I mean, but no it's but yeah. I just I just like what I like. And, you know, I will engage with whatever I engage with. Uh, I'm currently happily committed in a monogamous relationship. And so, I definitely don't fuck with any of that poly crap. Yeah. That's not for me. And I didn't call it crap to demean it. Yeah, we're calling, this is your individual taste right now. But it is not for me. But, um, yeah, on-air real talk. I'm done with the gay bit. <laughs> I'm I'm done with that. Please. Please let's not have any of that going forward. He said, please stop. Please. <laughs> I'm begging you, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no. I It was I, pretty good while it lasted though. It lasted a whole year. A little more than a year, <laughs> like actually. Like less than a year, because your ass wanted to no, fucking stop no, in June. No, more than Pride Month, you came but, out as straight, remember? It, but it kept going. I I tried to keep it going. But uh, technically more than a year because it was in all of the Vault episodes that you may or may not get someday, listener. Yeah, they'll come out one day when we get this Patreon thing off the ground. But yeah, no, for real, for real. Like, I'm done with that bit. No, I know. I see that. Thank you. Are you okay? Yeah, we're good. No, are you okay? I'm fine as well. Okay, good. <laughs> it's because he's gay. Good gravy. Had to squeeze one last one in there at the end. Here comes the gravy bit again. Uh, I had a few more. Yeah, I have a few more as well. Like, a couple more. If you could only ever eat one kind of fruit again, what would you eat? Only one kind of fruit? Probably a strawberry. I like strawberries a lot. I mean, I like all fruit. I like apples. I like, I like pears. Well, 
I'm not saying you don't like fruits. I'm saying like... Yeah, if I only had one, it would probably be strawberries. Okay. Is that because of the natural taste of strawberry? Yeah. I like a good strawberry. I also like to dip it in chocolate or sugar. But also I like just a straight up strawberry. They're nice and they're kind of tart. They're good. Um, but like I said, I like apples a lot too. Like apples are one of my favorite fruits too. I mean, it's it's going to be apples for me personally. Yeah. But as long as we can agree that we both fucking hate bananas. It's like, what if Mush said it can be a little bit fluffy sometimes? Bananas are so nasty, dude. Bana- the current bananas we have now, they're not good. I mean, which, which that could be a whole deep dive. You, you the history of bananas. It, yeah, I know. there's so much to it. It's changed a lot over I've, the years. I've been deep diving it recently. You know what I learned about bananas? Today, they come from a tree, right? Bananas are from a tree, but the tree fucking dies every year and grows back every year. I didn't know that. It's a fascinating plant. And there's been so many different kinds of bananas that could have existed today. Mm-hmm. And then just the Banana Republics fucking fucked it up. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we're coming up on the season of reviews. But if the audience demands a deep dive, or if you're interested in hearing a deep dive... I have been fascinated with the history of Banana Republics. Should have done that a season ago, bro. I know I'm late on it. I'm just offering it. I'm putting right, it on yeah. the table. It's on the table. Um, these are questions about the podcast. Okay. What are some goals you have for the podcast? And I guess for Doug Bennett as well. Well, goals for both... Doug Bennett, the character, and the podcast. We continue to gain. Something that I'm actively trying to figure out is building out a TikTok account. Uh, both for the podcast and then a personal one as well. Right, but if we just get the camera, it'll be fun. But yeah, just continuing to gain, continuing to get better, improving content quality. What does that mean for you? No, gain means number go up. No, I know, but what does the better content mean for you? You've been on the record as saying that the season of guests, season four, was the best season we've had. And well, I would like to under, I would like to get a little bit into that. Yeah, it's been a lot more focused. Is that you think it's the structure and the focus? I feel like. Well, let's think about. I mean, we fiddle faddled with season three. Sure. <laughs> We only had three actual deep dives during the season of deep dives. We sure did. So, you know, I want to stay on menu. I want to make You don't sure. want to go off the menu, bro? Sometimes those specials are good. Yeah, when it's appropriate, absolutely. But... No, I know. I you know. I just want things to go up. You want, you want to gain more listeners than you want to... Just you said improve the content, but how would you improve it? I guess. I mean, a lot of it's gear dependent, but um, you know, just showing up, making sure things are slightly higher fidelity. We had our first practice here, 
where it didn't matter if the, for example, the audio quality was high. But, um, you know, if we're doing this, we better start freaking doing this. Okay. It'd be nice if we had blown up, but... Maybe one day. It, it, it's time to step things up a certain amount. I'm going to flip that one on you. What are, yeah. your, what are your hopes for Seth Nacho and the pod? Yeah, for like goals. Um, uh, I don't know. Like I want to figure out a way to do both, you know? Because I feel like we're going a different direction than how we started the it, podcast. Things have definitely evolved. I agree with you there. And I want to still be funny. You know, I want to have the jokes and the banter. But also want to have, like, the thematic nature that we're kind of giving it. I want to find a way to find that happy medium. Because, like, in the season of guests, I don't know if I was funny enough. I mean, I felt like we had some jokes in there, but, you know. I've listened to all of them. Mm -hmm. You... As far as my opinion goes, you definitely brought humor to it, so. Yeah, I want to have some of those laugh out loud moments, you know? Like where you just like, holy shit, and that's the kind of stuff that you put on TikTok or whatever, you know? Something that just makes you go, <laughs> you know, when you actually just listen back to it and you're like, holy shit, that was funny. Right, You right. know, I want something like that. And I, you know, those, those moments don't, they come naturally. You can't make them happen. Really. Totally. I guess you could kind of script something. I mean, you know, but... Our at Tuesday the, board meetings are pretty... At, <laughs> at the bare minimum, you can set something up. But it would be nice if it came about organically. As it often does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It mostly dumbs up like that. But that's kind of my goals is to um, just make the content better. If, as much as I can, you know. Heck yeah. Let's see. But no, 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 no. You just yeah. asked that question. Now it's my turn. Yeah. Um, how do you like the podcast? That, how do you like the podcast that you host? Uh, insert name here. And, and its progression that it's had over this year. Should I answer this as a listener or as a podcast host? You're the host of popular show, insert name here. I think you should answer as that, Doug Bennett. Okay. Well, as the host of it, um, I started this with two of my best friends, one of which I would call my best friend, a.k.a. you. Right. (laughs) But, um... So I started this with a certain vision in mind, and then it kind of organically evolved in a way that I did not expect. Um, I think it's gotten better from the start. Like, it was a good thing at the start. It was awesome. It was fun. It's something that I would listen to if someone else made it. And then I thought that over the course of this year, uh, it became something better than I ever expected it to be. Yeah, do you want to talk about that transition a little bit? Yeah, like, I mean, kind of define some of the things you're saying. Yeah, so one of the things that we immediately abandoned was we, like, we stopped leaning into the comedy 
angle so much. Like we stopped doing sketches. We stopped coming up with bits per se. Although there are two infamous episodes, two episodes that are my favorite. Doug does a bit and the set does a bit. <laughs> Those are two of my favorite episodes to this day. But um, we largely abandoned the sketch comedy improv format and then we just focused on being characters. Um, the second thing, we lost one of our cast members. Uh, we had the Metaverse Saga. That was an interesting thing to go through, and it was a fun thing to deal with at the time, but, you know, technically we're down a cast member as of a year ago. And that's yeah. fine. You always have the guest pass, Tony. We still love you. For sure, for sure. But, um, no, just like the format changed a lot. I appreciated yeah. the consistency of big news of the week. I find that it's a good way to just get into the show. Like, for sure, yeah. And then also had a lot of fun doing our Christmas and Hanukkah special edition episodes. <laughs> yeah. And I like that now there's the standard there for those episodes, those kind of special edition episodes to come out. But um, maybe they're getting this for these holidays this year. And I think also the tempo of it was really good once it got established. The 13 week seasons, they match up with nature's seasons. It's a pretty good amount of time to. You know, change focus, change topic. It's like three months, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're never going to lose that as long as this show keeps going. But it's been a very interesting journey for me personally. And I love it. I love you. And I appreciate that you're here with me on this, Mr. Nacho. Of course, man. Yeah. What a, what a wholesome answer from our guest today. I was expecting some crazy, like, conspiracy theory type shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What about you? How's this year of podcasting gone for you? Um, so, yeah, so... the I feel like season one was kind of all over the place. It was definitely messy. Yeah, I, I even think season two was kind of like that. I, although I haven't re-listened to some of those episodes in a long time. Um, but I've listened to every episode. Um, but I feel like some of the old ones are just kind of all over the place. We were talking about all kinds of shit, you know, just whatever would come up, it would be like whatever natural transition happened. We'd start talking about that. And then the next thing, and they'd be like, wait, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, this, you know? Right, right. right. Um, I feel like we started trying to get that structure in the deep dive season in season three, but we, like you said, we only did three deep dives. But even then, I mean, that's a good start, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then this season has been the most structured we've ever had it. Um, and I'd say, yeah, it gives us a lot of focus and stuff like that. And I think we're going to keep going with that kind of theme, it seems like, for the next season. Right? So we're going to... Are you still on board for yeah, the yeah. season of reviews? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got announced, baby. One week away. <laughs> season five, season of reviews. hundred episodes. Rick and Morty, baby. Rick and Morty. hundred years. Rick and Morty. But yeah, I, I do think that uh, having that structure is going to give the podcast a lot more, um, I guess, 
listenability. Listen, yeah, because it'll be like you don't, you could cut in anywhere and still understand kind of what we're talking about, and then also, you know, it just gives the more focus so that we're not talking about all kinds of shit you know all the time or right. we don't bring up Dragon Ball Z every episode <laughs> or whatever way to call out my jacket no there's an episode where we talked about Dragon Ball Z for like 15 minutes I'm pretty sure like <laughs> I remember it was in season 3 um, but I I think that's good um, as Seth Nacho I don't think I've changed too much I've I think I might have tried to make more out of pocket jokes at the beginning like tried to be funnier Whereas now I'm like, it's more like just when it comes up, I make a joke. And I don't know what's good, if that's good or bad. I mean, I'm getting to the age where being edgy for the sake of being oh, edgy yeah, I'm not, is no longer fun. Yeah, I'm not trying to be edgy. I still like edgy crap. I still like being edgy. But... It's got to be for a reason at this point in my life. Yeah, see, I'm not even trying to be edgy. I'm just trying to make a funny joke of some kind. I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just, no, yeah, I know. I'm just You're talking about yourself. Yeah. expressing my attitude toward the concept <laughs> yeah. of being edgy. Right, right. But yeah, um, you know, uh, I don't know. i got to find my happy medium, I guess. Figure we'll keep going. We'll keep going, and eventually, things are gonna ride out smooth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're look at where we were last year. You know, the episodes were rougher. <laughs> Very much so. I agree. Um, is this where you saw the podcast being a year ago? No, and this might be a little conceited of me. I thought we were going to blow up faster. So. (laughs) (laughs) We're not not getting as successful as fast as I thought we were. But I'm very happy to be doing it. And I'm so glad that we're continuing to do it. Did you, do you think you put in the most effort possible to make it blow up faster? I feel like we didn't put in that much effort. Categorically, I did not. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, we do post on Twitter. You know, we got that going for us. We we do you all, did we we do all of the free thing. You did make a Facebook post. Technically, when I still had money, I should have spent more of that on the podcast if I wanted it to blow up faster. But I'm not even talking about that. I spent like promotion, basically. I, yeah, I've I've thrown it up everywhere. I know how to throw it up or the format that makes sense. Once we get a camera involved, I'm gonna invest a lot of time into. Clipping TikToks and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you know, for the yeah, for what it is, I did almost as much as I could. I you could know, I could have spent some money. You know what you should do? You should do what you're talking about how the clipping and stuff for my streams. You should be my editor, and then and then if I get famous, of course the podcast will get famous. They'll want to hear me talk more. I want to get famous at the same time. Okay, all right, all right, well, okay, buddy, I was just offering you a now. Like, like no shade, but it's going to hurt my feelings if you get more famous than me first. <laughs> what the fuck? It, it just is. I'm being honest with you. Well, the podcast is both of us. <laughs> yeah, but if I do the, the Twitch clips thing. Yeah, that'd be so cool, though, if I had someone to help me with that. Technically, you'll get 
more famous first. If I had someone to help me with that, it'd be so nice. Okay. Well, if you're if what you're actually saying is please help me with my Twitch clips, then I can look into that. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, I got one more question, but I think it's your turn. Okay. I also only have one more question. Yo, what's up? If you had, and this is not time dependent, so okay. it can be any person in history, but if you had to live a day in the life of some, in someone else's shoes, you just slip into their body, who would you pick? I get to like, I, I slip into their body, I'm not me. It's my mind, but I'm in their body. Yeah, you just live in their quote-unquote shoes, supposed to, uh, so to speak. You know, I might live out the fantasy of the song Freaky Friday by uh, Lil Dicky. Maybe I'll turn into Chris Brown for a day. I mean, you get to say it, so. I mean, he said it in the <laughs> song. <laughs> Have a bunch of tattoos, you know? Wake well, that's, up not a a thing that, that's not a thing that all of them do. FaceTime Kanye. But no. Uh, so you would want to live out the song Freaky Friday. Maybe, yeah. It sounds kind of cool. It, would, it, it Basically, any rich person would be so cool just to like be able to live a life in like extreme luxury for a day. That do be sounding clutch. Yeah, that doesn't sound nice. Just have to do nothing and just chill for a day. Delightful. Yeah. Um, my last question is also related to the podcast. Do you think your co-host is cool? Doug Bennett, do you think Seth Nacho makes a good co-host? Do you think he's cool? you like him? I'm going to be... Well, those are two different things. Right. That is two different things. One, I like him. I like him a lot. One time we, as a joke, completely mutually agreed to marry each other at 37 years old if we were, happened to both be single at the same time. But uh, do I think he's cool? No. Man is a dork. That's fucked up. Uh, hey, man. I, 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 I don't love you any less. Right. I'm just being honest. I'm a dork too. I, de I definitely think that we're on the same level, but I don't think either of us is cool. Damn. Damn, bro. I'm just keeping it a buck, bro. Yeah, you got your, uh, come on, man. Play up to the character, man. Play up the character, Doug Bennett. He'd think I'm cool. <laughs> no, Doug Bennett would think you're cool. That's the right. actual human person, you know, is like, nah, he a dork. Damn. Sorry, you had to find out this way. Yeah, I know. This is kind of fucked up. During my interview with you, I get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. As always, we always give the guest a parting shot. So. Yep, and as always, we give the guest a parting shot. So. Uh, Mr. Nacho411, you are going to go first. Okay, I'm going first. Yes. Yeah, okay. It makes sense. You always go last. Um, I don't come first, but I do my parting shots first. I said you're going first, so. Yeah. No All one right. said anything about come. Thank you. Disgusting. <laughs> you don't mean that. <laughs> you don't mean that. Um... Guys, it's been a year of episodes. Well, first off, let me say, check out the Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Seth underscore Nacho 411. 
Streaming on Mondays, every Monday night, uh, DVD content. Hop in that chat, he'll talk to you. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, I I'll, oh yeah, so I want to say this too. Thank you so much to everyone that was a guest on this podcast uh, this season. It was so lovely having you all. It was great coordinating that and trying to get everybody on. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly... Thank you so much to everyone that did this show with us. Yeah, there were some scheduling issues, but the fact that you were even willing and able to come on at all, and that we got through all of that, like, everyone was so much fun. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was really awesome being able to have support and having the guests on. Um, Yeah, it's been a year of episodes. Holy shit, I did not... uh, I mean, I expected this to keep going, but, like, you know, just... It's crazy to see how it evolved over the years. It's wild to recognize that it has actually been a full it, year. Yeah, and the evolution of it is crazy. Like where we started and where we are now. I agree. We'll see where we are next year, I guess, right? Hopefully we get to a second year. But I think I think we will. Um, All things uh, willing. I do want to give honorable mention slash specific shout out to Patrick Turner. You're the only double guest you helped us out a lot in a huge way and uh, I have to give props to you for that just, yeah. I'm giving flowers yeah but go ahead your parting shots mister uh, my parting shots um golly my parting shots is sometimes you have people that you look up to and the person that I look up to this week is Brennan Lee Mulligan. Uh, golly, what a great DM he is. I've appreciated all of the content that you've made, all of the campaigns that you've prepared for your players, and uh, you serve as a shining example of how to be a really good DM. So, Brennan Lee Mulligan, thank you. I really appreciate you. That's my parting shot. All right. It feels like we're going out dry, but uh, I guess I'll roll with it. Drink enough water, get enough sleep, and most importantly, kiss me with your ass. Not a good time unless I smoke mine. Too many drugs that make you go blind. Too many thugs that work for more crime. And my niggas show love unless we get. Not a good time unless I smoke mine. Too many drugs that make you go blind. Too many thugs that work for more crime. And my niggas show love unless we get violent. Wildin'. Listen for my niggas that smoke weed. Live life by the day, counter proceed. Blow it back, blowin' cash.